Three, two, one, go. Welcome back, everybody, to the Triad of the Fours podcast, a podcast from three Puerto Rican friends coming together to do deep dives into Star Wars and other nerd-related media. This is our Bad Batch Monday, and today we're going to be talking about part one of the two-part season one finale, episode 15, Return to Camino. And if we weren't already excited about this episode just with mm. that title, it was like, oh, shit. So um, <laughs> first impressions, who wants to go first? Fire, absolute fire. It was, it was an epic, <laughs> epic, epic episode. I totally loved it. The only thing that I did not enjoy about it was that we have to wait another week to see the conclusion of it. But yeah, like it was a 10 out of 10 for me. Yeah, I, to me, I, I just love like how, you know, that we started there, we we're ending there the whole mm -hmm. season. It's almost like kind of poetic. So I, I always appreciate it. It's like that. poetry. It rhymes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, the whole the whole batch being back together. Mm -hmm. Like that ideological fight, the uh, the big reveal. Like, oh, like I think everything everything was just perfectly paced. Uh, I guess mm -hmm. like you said, like it's unfortunate we have to wait a week, but it's not that bad. We can yeah. let we can let it digest. Plus it's it might be the last time we actually we got to see all the Camino like labs mm. and like so yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I, it was a good homage to like close the whole right. era of Star Wars yeah so yeah, may, maybe I'm I'm okay with being split <laughs> mm. so you can digest it before you yes, have to I deal can, with what happens I, I can, at the I can end deal with you know this is the last time we're gonna see Camino like that's mm -hmm. what it is uh, yeah, I thought the, the episode was really amazing. It really played at your heartstrings. There was something incredibly bittersweet about everything, really. I mm -hmm. mean, the Omega having to come back to, you know, Camino, the place that was like, she dreaded coming back, but she did it because she loves Hunter. You know, the, mm -hmm. the conversations between Crosshair and the Batch and, you know, that mm -hmm. they still consider themselves a family, but they've kind of come to an impasse about ideologies. Uh, seeing Camino, which is always so amazing because it's such a, a beautiful designed planet and then to mm -hmm. watch its destruction at the end then you know uh, accompanied mm -hmm. by this fantastic soundtrack that by the end of it you're kind of like <laughs> yeah oh wow what just happened so so yeah i think it was it was really really solid episode yeah there was there was a lot going on like like we've been mentioning in the past before in our other episodes uh the uh, the writers for the show have done such a good job in such a limited amount of time to put in so much uh, storytelling and character development and depth into it that it's kind of surprising that all of these episodes are 20 minutes because like it feels like there's just so much going on but it's so yeah. efficient right like in how that storytelling is done that it's uh, it's it's really really impressive uh, but I don't know this episode was there were a couple of things. I mean, the episode as a whole, I really liked it, but there were a couple of things that happened in the episode that kind of, for me, highlighted some of the issues that the season has had. And it was too particular. I mean, let's just you know, compliment sandwich, right? We've said the good things. Now let's say some of the bad things before we get back to uh, the good stuff. Again. Yeah. <laughs> so let's just get all the quote unquote negative stuff out of the way. So again, like the blandness of the, of the imperial villain, right? Like that guy. So yeah. Like, yeah. Like he was menacing by destroying Camino, but he was the proxy 
to uh, Tarkin. So Tarkin's the one that say, "My fire when ready." Obviously, the homage to A New Hope, and he technically like he was the bad guy, right, giving the order yeah. to destroy Camino. So in a way, he overshadowed like that the main villain. Uh, so it's kind of like highlights how inconsistent they inconsistently they played up that imperial threat through that character so that was one thing and the other thing is like crosshair like i really found very interesting that conversation that he that hunter and him were having about you know him not having been rescued and the bats not uh, looking for it i thought it was a really interesting conversation but after it was done i'm like okay wait but the show didn't really set up that conflict in crosshair we didn't see him kind of have that uh, discussion, that debate with himself of like, oh, my brothers, where are they? Where aren't they looking for me? So since it wasn't set up, I didn't feel that this was a good payoff in a way because it's not paying off anything that, that, that you know, that the season is addressing. So I was like, okay, well, why all of a sudden did you care about this if you haven't told us before that you cared about it? So it was, it was kind of a weird in that sense for me. Uh, but Obviously, it's going to be good now, like in the future, especially going into season two, assuming that, you know, that everyone makes it out next week. Uh, but seeing that dynamic now between Crosshair and the Bat Batch, if he joins them or not. So but those were kind of like the two things that kind of didn't quite click for me on the episode. I don't know if you guys had any uh, dis disagree with that, but... <laughs> um, well, I agree on the blandness of like the Imperial bad guy, because mm. there's... He is just not intimidated or threatening at all. I mean, <laughs> he just isn't. Like the way he the character was designed, the way the the character speaks, like there's just nothing menacing about the character at all. It was mm -hmm. just like it was just a miss there. It was. But I kind of disagree with you on the whole crosshair mm -hmm. like reveal thing because I know you had said before and you called it pretty well that um there was going to be the we were going to probably see this conflict of once he gets his chip removed, like, mm -hmm. is he going to want to stay with the Bad Batch or not, or join the Empire or anything? And mm -hmm. this time we were revealed that he hasn't had his chip for mm -hmm. a while and he did decide to join the Empire, which, which I thought twist. was, a, yeah. which I thought was actually really good. And, um, uh, Hosbando picked it up pretty quick when he first mm -hmm. starts having the conversation with Hunter and the way that he was expressing himself, like, they never leave anyone behind most of the time. Like he starts, mm -hmm. you know, kind of guilt tripping him that you, you've left me behind. You, I was always loyal to you. You weren't loyal to me. So mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. when Hosbando was like, yeah, his ship probably started malfunctioning since like the fire incident, which mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. is actually probably when it happened. Yeah. And, and I think it's this really interesting kind of take that obviously they don't spell it out for you because you don't see all of the character development from Crosshair's side because for mm -hmm. a lot of the episodes we don't even get to see him so we don't know what is going through his mind exactly but yeah. but what you can kind of take away from the conversations is that from his point of view and obviously this is my take of it mm -hmm. uh I feel like that from his point of view you know when they put the chip on him and especially when they turned it on to like 11 um mm. he lost all his choices and you know the bad batch is like well we had a, we didn't have a choice we had to leave you because you were trying to kill us and crosshair's like but did i have a choice in trying to kill you and you still left mm. me you abandoned me and then obviously he worked because of the chip for a while and then when it 
malfunctioned, I think his reasoning was his identity is a soldier. So if mm. it's the empire or the republic that he serves, that doesn't matter. That's completely inconsequential to him. I'm a soldier, then I follow the side that's winning, and that's the side that I'm going to support, and mm -hmm. that's my identity. And he thinks that the Bat Batch are kind of letting themselves, you know, go because, oh, they're just wandering through the galaxy and not doing anything mm -hmm. important. When the Batch, from their side, they're kind of trying to find a new identity within the changing world instead of, like, mm -hmm. doubling down on it like Crosshair is doing. So I kind of love the conversation and the fact that mm -hmm. Crosshair seemed, like, really hurt about it. And mm -hmm. he clearly does love them because even though he thinks they're on the wrong side, he's still trying to get them on his side. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. That's just my little take on that. So I actually really enjoyed the the relationship that's happening now between the Batch and Crosshair. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think, well, yeah, I, I think it could have benefited a lot more if we've had that Crosshair background. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But then granted, you know, it's only a 20 minute mm -hmm. episode. So mm -hmm. um, it almost, it, 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 it was almost like that, that reveal to me was very important because it, it also demonstrates a choice. Like, you know, after, you know, it, it kind of alluded to me, it kind of alluded like, oh, I'm, I'm, we're superior soldiers. It was like very like SS kind of, mm -hmm. Like the SS as in as Nazis, in Nazi. not the suicide squad. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> which, which then again, you know, that, <laughs> I don't know, why would somebody? Yeah, but uh, it was it was also reminiscent the conversation of like Darth Vader and Luke and like mm -hmm. joining, you know, like we have power, we we can overtake. It, it's it's also very naive from Crosshair, and I was. It, it, and it all, you know, it all makes sense. Like, they're still ch children at heart. Like, they, they've, they've been here for a few years. Like, they just mm -hmm. have like adult ver versions. So, the way they look for, at least Crosshair and everybody, they're looking for their identity, just as mm -hmm. Omega is, because they're just, they're, they're growing. They're just adults and like, mm -hmm. and babies in adult faces. That's just it, right? right? Just as Omega is so seeing that that was Crosshair's choice, like it's all based on like oh power and like I'm I'm special, I'm I'm different. Like, no, you're just like kind of like Hunter said, you're just a clone and you're gonna be phased out eventually. Like the moment you don't mm -hmm. you're unuseful, like you're just gonna be phased out. There's nothing special about them mm -hmm. except mm -hmm. whatever is their own journey that they pick and choose. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm 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 also glad that they picked up a droid. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so so I, I I know I know Gunky like was there, but you know Gunky doesn't like speak have speak or have like, bad personality. So yeah. So now the, the Bad Batch has a new member. Uh, mm -hmm. It's like the family is complete. Yes. Right. <laughs> Uh, but you were mentioning like Omega and like the Bad Batch's development. I think one of the interesting twists hmm? that were that was mentioned and like we almost uh, got it because I think we had discussed that maybe the, uh, Omega and the Bad Batch are the same age and were you know were created at the same time. But according to the episode, she's older than them and she actually yep. was involved 
well, we don't know if she was involved, but at least she was there. She was there when they were wait, when they mm-hmm. were engineered. I think I think that was a really interesting twist on that because it kind of shows another dimension to why she cares about them so much because yep. you know, she's she's always been there with them and they were made in the same place where she was made. Yep. So like there's like a lot of way more connective tissue uh, between mm-hmm. them than like we originally thought. Uh, so I thought that was like really, really cool in terms of uh, how they further write that connection between them. Although, and we still might get to see it like in the final episode next week, I was still hoping for a, a bit more Omega reveals, especially like in terms of confirming or denying or whatever uh, her or sensitivity. Or sensitivity or not. Yeah. Hey, I don't know. I, I don't know if that's been, I don't know if that's something though that now looking back at the rest of the season, if that was kind of a red herring uh, that was going to place in the beginning so that, you know, if we were focusing on the, on the di- different things instead of like uh, what's happening now. Uh, but again, we'll see. And obviously we got season two. So maybe that's something that will be furthered uh, in that season once Boba shows up because Boba's got to show up. And it doesn't seem like it's going to be uh, this season, thankfully, though. Uh, but we'll see. I do appreciate that they, despite like our theories last week and despite what some a lot of people think and despite what has been kind of the norm for other Star Wars shows that we didn't get the team up. I'm glad that Sid didn't. Well, we still might see it <laughs> final we'll see. episode, but I'm glad that they didn't like, you know, go around and picking up everyone that they've met yeah. throughout the season to make the super team so that they can, uh, you know, do the mission. So I was glad about that. I just kept it personal, just a batch, you know, yeah. dealing with their internal, with their internal uh, struggle. Yeah. And Literally, I think we should right? take a moment and, and be appreciative that we are going to get a second season that is confirmed. Yeah. So thank you. And, you know, double-edged sword, because now we're probably going to get a horrible cliffhanger in the last episode that is just going to make us wait a whole year for the next I season, because you know what's going to happen. Um, I hope I'm. Not. I am also really appreciative that um, at least at the end of the episode, the batch is still together because when mm-hmm. um, Crosshair first told Hunter that, you know, you have to let go of the kid, you know, for mm-hmm. her sake and for years, I got horrible, like Mando, Grogu, PTSD, like mm-hmm. do not take the kid away from her family again. Like, please just don't do this yeah. to me. This is, don't go down the same path. Yes. Thank you that it did not happen. Yep. So. <laughs> yep. Yet. yet yet we never we'll know mm. uh, another big thing i think that the episode did that i thought was i mean that's been a consistent positive right throughout the whole season but i think particularly in this episode the music uh, yeah. the music in this episode was like so good like the kiner brothers and kevin kiner which actually is a big question i have because i know it's the kiner brothers which are the kids which i i think they're Kevin Kiner's kids that are doing the composition for the score, but it's still credited to Kevin Kiner. So like, I'm not sure what's happening there behind the scenes, but whatever, that's besides the point. The point is that the score was mind blowing, especially when that scene at the beginning, when they land in the, in the platform Camino and then yeah. the original John Williams score for the Camino from episode two, yes blares up i'm like oh my god it's just you know well and then the look of that scene because when the platform comes up it just looks like the abyss 
Mm-hmm, and it's just mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it was it was so good like there's been so many nods to like other films and stuff and the way that it looked right. and 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 what another one of my favorite music moments was when you know the batch fights together for the first time with yep. crosshair and then you get that crescendo of like the theme song and you're just like yeah yeah so it felt good. very it felt like a swatch buckling yeah. version of it because it kind of reminded me of yeah. pirate movies when the, the, yeah. everyone starts fighting and very very uh, a victorious uh version of the of the bat bash theme that was very rousing uh, and and you know uh, again like a victorious nod of how to compose the the music there so i don't know i've been very happy with the music it's been it's been striking a good balance between you know honoring the john williams stuff from the yeah. from the movie but, but also infusing it with its own identity uh which you know can't speak highly enough right for what the Kiners have been doing in terms of their musical gifts for the world of Star Wars. <laughs> it's it's the, been fantastic, really. Between them and the animators, mm-hmm. Disney, give mm-hmm. them a raise. Yes, yes, give them, yeah. give them a raise, give them a yep. bonus, give them more shows, do everything, do everything. Yeah, yeah. the animation, against always exceeds expectations. Camino to begin mm-hmm. with is an awesome looking planet, but this time you had like the extra lightning and, you know, everything, the ambience mm-hmm. about it was great. Extremely and- ominous. Mm. Um, <laughs> very and you know the action was very well animated and then you get mm. this because we have to talk about it i mean this is the end of camino and camino mm. was to me one of the highlights of clone wars uh attack of the clones i'm sorry a mm. movie that i did not enjoy that much uh but always the camino arc i always really really enjoyed aside mm-hmm. from the way that the planet looks amazing i always loved that kind of you know the creation of a secret army kind of thing And this time you see Camino was always like a hub of activity. And then you see it as it starts like to be decommissioned. Like there's no clones. Why are there no clone troopers? The only one there is Crosshair. You just have some, you know, of the earlier versions of the stormtroopers there. And then slowly as the episode goes on, it gets emptier and emptier till that scene right before the end where it's completely empty. And you get Mm. to see like the cloning pods and everything just like... It was so surreal to see yeah, it. That it was way. so like, reverent, right? It was reverent and sad. And it was like all those stills of like all the different uh, places, right? In the facility yes. that we've grown to love. It was like so heartbreaking, but respectful at the same time. It's like, hey, here's here's like that final, you know, yep. the, the final hurrah, right? Uh, visually of this before we sink it to the bottom of the fucking ocean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you get that scene and suddenly you get the looming... Uh, imperial destroyers like coming in like through the clouds and the lightning and everything and it's like Mm -hmm. fire and then you just see it all light up like a firecracker and and they show you like specific areas of destruction and it's like why are you doing this to camino yep oh my god and like you were saying we knew it was coming but to actually see it happen is just something else it's It's like exactly it's like it's like in the force awakens we knew Han Solo was gonna die, but like to, and yeah. you expect it, but the moment it happens, it's like you can be, you can be ready, but but you're yeah. not really ready. Uh-huh. And, yep. and when it happens, it's still gut wrenching. So mm-hmm. it was, yeah, just like Rogue One when they're gonna just blast the planet. You know, yeah, you know, you know it's happening. coming. Yeah, yeah. You know but coming. still, like as you're still like grabbing the edge of the seat. Please, oh my god, they can do. Yep. <laughs> yep, and then we have again a fantastic score accompanying the destruction mm-hmm. of Camino. So it's just, it's very evocative of, oh, you know, 
and now the the batch is basically trapped in a mm -hmm. getting destroyed Camino. So we have no idea what's going to happen. I'm hoping well, they all make one, it out in one week. In one week, we'll see. We'll yep. see. I'm sure there's and like I'm, some underwater facility thing, like the one they like that's connected yeah. to the pods that uh, yeah. Uh, Omega brought the batch yeah. in, so something like that has. Well, to yeah, happen. Omega said, yeah, Omega said there were like other tubes that connected the cities and stuff, so they're probably gonna find it. But I am actually really glad that they took Crosshair with them. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. um, it kind of made because I think that Hunter really did feel it that he did abandon him. Like in the moment, mm -hmm. he thought, oh, you know, he's trying to kill us so we have to get away and we just have to take off the chip and that will solve everything and he just realized mm -hmm. that it 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 doesn't he had made he has made his own choices but you know he's still part of the squad so i i'm really glad that they didn't leave him leave him behind and then obviously now he has to decide what he's going to do but at this point at least this time it's going to be about a choice not because right. he was like abandoned by his family so yeah so i think that was a good good little thing to do yep absolutely uh, so we'll see. I mean, I think I think it's a it's a kids show. So I think the the odds are in favor of Crosshair learning the error of his ways and rejoining the batch. Uh, but we shall see. And but one thing I definitely do want to see, and this is like kind of jumping ahead now to season uh -huh. two, is like if Crosshair, if and when Crosshair rejoins the batch, I want Omega to get her own armor. And she needs to have her <laughs> bat patch armor for season two. I agree. None of this, like she, she's part. She's part of the family. The batch is together. She deserves her own armor. So, make yeah. it happen, Hunter. Go to, yeah. I don't know, go to uh, Babies R Us or wherever a space version of it, and get her get get her her armor. And she deserves. I it. mean, look at the whole scene on the rain. Like they were all yeah. protected, and Omega mm -hmm. was just like drenched and like yeah. Cold Although I did love that little nod to the animators there, like her wet hair. The, wet hair. Was, uh, the yeah, animation was great. so good. Yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah. But yeah, she's all drenched and she doesn't really have any sort of protection. Like she needs her own little suit. No. She's mm -hmm. part she of the batch now. She needs you better get a Besker one too, you know, like a tiny Besker <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah, maybe she can uh, call her her brother and call Boba and like, hey, hook me up. Hook me up with some sweet Beskar. Yeah. Hey, and then she'll she have was, better armor than the batch. She was the girl with the plan. If it wasn't for her, they probably wouldn't have been able to save Hunter because she's the one that knew about the platform and the secret tube and everything. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't have gotten through. They would have been trapped too from the beginning. So right. Omega showing off her skills every single time. Every single time. Yep. Mm -hmm. But anyway, I, MVP, definitely. But um, I think with that, we covered most of the episode. What do you both think? Yeah, I think now it's just that uh, the week-long anxiety yeah, <laughs> of just waiting for, for the end. And so it's, mm -hmm. uh, we just got our Infinity War. Now we are going to wait for Endgame. But thankfully, we don't have to wait a year in between. It's just a week. We so I'm sure we can do it. Yeah. Can do it. <laughs> so really looking forward to it. Um, that was This episode really exceeded my expectations, actually. So we're mm -hmm. going to wait and see what they do with the finale. So... Join us next week when we talk about the end of season one of Bad Batch. We are Triad of the Force. Look for us on Twitter, on Instagram, anywhere that podcast can be found. Just search for Triad of the Force. We have some merch. 
like this one subscribe. This is from our friends but <laughs> on yeah so not to uh, pink bills by the way they made some awesome I mean, t-shirts yeah. too <laughs> yeah I'll also buy uh, this any... stuff <laughs> but if you buy well, this stuff anyway. buy ours as well <laughs> <laughs> better clarify that right anyway thank you for joining us we are trying of the force may the force be with you bye-bye